Good evening. I'd like to thank Bishop Smith, Dean Markham, Joe Thompson, and this community for the privilege of serving as the guest preacher. I promise I'll try not to be like the preacher whose sermon was both long and boring, so much so that in the receiving line, an elderly woman gently took his hand and said, Father, your sermon reminded me of the peace and love of God. Beaming with delight, he blurted out, no one's ever said anything like that about my preaching before, so tell me why. Well, she replied, it reminded me of the peace of God because it passed all understanding <laughs> and of the love of God because it endureth forever. <laughs> a few years ago, a flock of sheep made it into several newspaper articles and online videos. Around 4 o'clock one morning, residents in the northeastern Spanish city of Huesca were awakened by loud bleating. The sound of 1,300 sheep running loose on the city streets. Five local police spent about 45 minutes rounding up the sheep. When they took them back to their pen, they discovered the shepherd fast asleep. In stark contrast to sleepy shepherds and hired hands is the shepherd we encounter in today's gospel passage. He is on the move, teaching and healing, guiding and protecting the flock. In fact, just before today's story, a new member was added to the flock, an outsider who once was blind, but now could see. Of course, the healing of the blind man was supposed to be good news. But we all know that good news for some can be bad news for others. So while the healed man is rejoicing, the religious authorities are fuming. Who does this Jesus think he is to defy the law against doing work, yes, even the work of healing on the Sabbath? Although going about his father's business puts him at odds with the religious authorities, Jesus is not one to back down. Instead, he uses the opportunity to point out a fundamental difference between a hired hand and a good shepherd. A hired hand doesn't really care for the sheep. Now, it might be difficult to tell the difference between a hired hand and a good shepherd when things are going well. But when trouble shows up, and trouble will, the hired hand shows his hand. Save his skin, let the sheep save theirs. Not so with the good shepherd. Like the shepherd king of Ezekiel 34, the good shepherd cares for the sheep, does not forsake them in time of trouble, and is willing to lay down his life for them. But why does the good shepherd love the sheep? 
sheep that are often wayward, clueless, and ungrateful, so much so that he would voluntarily give up his life for them. Because, John reminds us, Jesus' love for the sheep is inextricably intertwined with his love for the Father. It is a self-giving, other-honoring love, the one that brought creation into being. It's a tenacious, hope-filled love, the one that wills good for all of creation. It is a relentless, unflinching love, the one that is stronger than any other force imaginable. It is the love that allows the Good Shepherd to take up his life again, and in the process to assure the sheep that nothing, neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. So whether we live or we die, we are the Lord's. That's the fierce, uncompromising love with which you and I are loved. So this is no meek and mild shepherd who is only concerned with the by and by. This is a determined and devoted shepherd who is concerned with the here and now. He protects the sheep at all costs, even if it costs him his life. In other words, the shepherd is saying to both his enemies and his followers, this is who I am and am not. This is what I will and will not do. This is how I will and will not live. Talk about self-differentiation. <laughs> so what does this mean for you, Joseph Downing Thompson, Jr.? I'd like to offer three possibilities for your consideration. First, in your life as a priest, always remember who is the Good Shepherd. Because while there are other passages in Scripture that portray spiritual leaders as shepherds, as New Testament scholar Galo Day reminds us, this story is not one of them. As both the hymn writer and my favorite Star Wars character Yoda would say, the King of Love my shepherd is. <laughs> the rest of us are sheep. That means remembering as often as you need to that you are loved with a fierce, uncompromising love. You are loved with a love that is not contingent on your accomplishments, your power, or your prestige. Secondly, in your life as a priest, avoid colluding with those who would want you to be their good shepherd. Folks already have a savior, and you are not he. Your ministry, then, is not to replace the good shepherd, but to point others to him. And remember, then, the words of Parker Palmer, 
When you can't decide whether to save the world or enjoy the world, it makes it difficult to plan your day. <laughs> Thirdly, in your life as a priest, always look to the Good Shepherd for guidance and sustenance. As all of us gathered here know, God has given you many, many gifts. And we know that with great gifts come great responsibility. Your vocation as priest is a particularly tough one because you also tread on ground that is both holy and filled with landmines. The landmines of racism, privilege, forgiveness, reconciliation, and reparation. You will enter into highly charged conversations that can leave you emotionally exhausted. So you need to care for your body, mind, and soul. And you need a community that will hold you accountable for taking care of yourself. Remember, you cannot draw water from an empty well. And when, not if, but when, in your work towards God's vision of justice, love, and peace, you are faced with opposition, when you wonder what on earth you've gotten yourself into, when your soul is cast down and disquieted within you, recall to mind the words of Mahatma Gandhi. When I despair, I remember that all through history, the way of truth and love have always won. There may have been tyrants and murderers, and for a time they can seem invincible, but in the end, in the end, they always fall. Think of it, always. So, Joe, our brother, go forward with confidence that the Good Shepherd is with you, that he will never leave you or forsake you, and that he will give you faithful companions on the journey, companions who will love you, who will support you, and who will join with you in following Jesus, the Good Shepherd. And so through all the length of days, thy goodness faileth never. Good Shepherd, may we sing thy praise within thy house forever.